You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Dallas Cowboys advance 31-14 to with a win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. Dak Prescott with a much different looking game than he had previously against the Washington Commanders a couple weeks ago. 25 of 33 through the air for 305 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions. He was only sacked one time as well. Um, Dalton Schultz leading receiver, seven catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Here's Dalton the kicker. Schultz, good tight end. Dalton Schultz, good tight end. CeeDee Lamb with only four catches, got targeted six times as well. Um, here's, here's what's interesting to me, Rico. Mm-hmm. Are we starting to see Ezekiel Elliott's time with the Cowboys come to an end? Yes. Yeah, that's, I, not, I that's not even a question. Like Tony Paul, I like, agree. Ezekiel Elliott is still a good back. He doesn't have the explosiveness, the the top end speed that he once had. Tony Pollard is kind of that that new that new running back that the Cowboys are looking for, but I still think that Ezekiel Elliott can be. I still think he can be a number one back for a team. It has to be the right spot, though, because he's he's great catching out of the backfield. He's still uh, a a really good running back when in terms of finding the hole, being able to uh, get through the hole quickly and gain a couple of yards. But he's not going to, you know, he'll get a couple big plays here and there. But he doesn't have that elite breakaway speed that he once had. So I, I think he can be a number one for somebody, but again, it has to be the right situation. It's got to be somebody that's going to be able to use him as a pass catcher out of the backfield and not run him, you know, thirty-five times a game. That's the thing. So last night, Dallas decided, or Dallas leans heavier on on Tony Pollard, fifteen carries for seventy-seven yards, while Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, it's it's balanced. I'm not trying to say it that way. It's balanced. Ezekiel Elliott has 13 carries for 27 yards. Obviously, a much better average for for Tony Pollard. Where do you stand on the whole Tom Brady thing? I, I'm leaning towards him being done. But if you talk to Raf and AD, they feel like they're he's going to go to the, Las you, Vegas. Did you hear his, his yes to the to the reporters last night? Yep. He was thanking all the reporters for everything that they had done for the season for him for the team. I don't think I've heard him say that before at the end of a season. We, Granted, a lot of his seasons ended with Super Bowl victories, so he's not really talking to the media uh, in in ways like this. But um, it sounds as if he's leaning more towards being done, or at least being done in Tampa, than you know returning for another season. So I. I myself would be surprised if he retired from football, and I would also be surprised if he returned to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I think he has another season left in him, but it's going to be somewhere else. And, I'm not sure the Raiders would be an interesting prospect. Sandy or San Francisco would be a, a, a fantastic prospect because they'd have to. I mean, I don't. I, I think this is the end of his contract, so I don't think they'd have to trade for mm-hmm. him. But then they could trade away Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, or they could keep Trey Lance, trade away Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, keep Brock Purdy, and then have a, a battle between those two for for that two spot. But either way, both of them would be learning from Tom Brady for at least one season. Um, the team is is 
constructed in a way that actually fits what Tom Brady wants to do. Shanahan might have to take out a lot of the bootlegs and the rollouts that he has his quarterbacks do normally. But in terms of a steady offensive line, a great tight end, amazing receivers, a fantastic running back who can catch the ball out of the backfield. That's everything that Tom Brady has had tons of success with. And, oh, on top of that, they have a pretty elite defense. Mm-hmm. Um, San Francisco makes the most sense, but at the same time, they do have Brock Purdy. They do have Trey Lance. They do have Jimmy Garoppolo. Somebody's going to have to be shown the door, uh, and depending on what San Francisco is able to get from that. But Tom's, that whole thing is fascinating. It's very weird. Tom's not going to be in Tampa next year, whether he retires or he's mm-hmm. on a different team. The one thing I can 91% certainly say is that Tom will not be in Tampa next year. Well, and that's what an unnamed texter says. That's weird. because or This is interesting because this is kind of where I land with the 49ers, um, their quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. The unnamed texter says this, 402-464-5685. At this point in time, Tom Brady isn't better than Purdy or Garoppolo. Now, with the 49ers trading somebody... Explain yourself. Because... Purdy has had... They haven't lost since October, though, Rico. Four, five games. Four, five mm-hmm. games yes. in the NFL. I know you're saying at this point in time, but how much can four or five... I mean, four or five games, you, you see a couple quarterbacks and you think, oh my gosh, this guy's elite, and then you know nothing happens. Um, at the beginning of the season, the Jets were really good mm-hmm. with... Uh, Whatever is Mike, Mike, uh, no, the Zach other Wilson? with Zach Wilson, yeah, and he fell off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Who's to well, say it doesn't happen to Brock Purdy? I, I hope it doesn't. I think Brock Purdy is a great, a, a good quarterback, and I, I hope he has a, a successful career. Garoppolo, again, Garoppolo isn't going to be the main force that wins you a game, but he's going to keep you in the game mm-hmm. and he won't lose you a game. I, Tom I Brady can win you games. You've can seen he you've right now. Seen, you've seen that clutch factor year in and year out. He did it for the, the the last part of the season. Can he do it right now though? With a good supporting cast, yes. I I just wonder. I mean, I'm not trying to say that I take Brock Purdy over Tom Brady had like Tom four thousand yards. But here's where I sit. Here's where I sit with this whole conversation: is the 49ers haven't lost since October. That's true. And, and part of that, even if it's a small or marginal part, has been with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so we get to ask this question by, by actually Raph. If Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, does he get the job full-time? It would because be hard here's, to not get It'd be hard to say no, but, but let's you invested not forget a second round you pick invested a second-round pick or in first Trey round, Lance. first-round pick, second overall. Third overall. Third overall. Excuse me. First yeah, round. third round. Third, third overall. Words are hard. And Trey Lance from North Dakota State, and and, and also, you not I don't want to say I don't I hate to use the word groomed, but you slowly brought him through that process of of he was on the practice squad getting a couple no well the first season his rookie year there were packages specifically made for him most of the time near the goal line for mm-hmm. Trey Lance to where he could ha- had to make decisions on the fly he had to make adjustments all of those NFL things just with Jimmy Garoppolo as the full-time starter mm-hmm. but they would bring in Trey Lance in certain situations in certain packages but i think here's what's tough is i don't know if the 49ers are going to wait around much longer for Trey Lance when it's shown now this season that they can win, Jimmy him. Garoppolo and Brock Purdy were able to get it done. Mm-hmm. 
Now, yes, they invested well, I mean, in a first-round pick. Your thought process but, could be man. he is the superior athlete to both of them. They think that he's a better quarterback than both of them. If these two are able to do this with this team, imagine what a healthy Trey Lance can do with this team. Although, again, as you just said, if – I was if just saying, draft, we don't if, even know what they, Trey Lance looks like. If they win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy – and then they bench him, mm-hmm. it would be like when – well, no, because he signed with a different team. I was going to say it would be like when the Eagles won with Nick Foles, but he went to a different team after the season, I he, believe. Yeah, he, he, he signed that big contract with the Jags. With Jacksonville. And then broke his collarbone. They moved on from, from yes. Nick Foles. Would they, have, would they have kept Nick Foles as the starting oh. quarterback, or would they have given it back to Carson Wentz, who was having an MVP season before he got hurt? Mm. People, in in people, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, people forget that. But that's neither here nor there. It would be extremely hard to do that. Um no, I, I still think that one year of Tom Brady with the cast that San Francisco has would be worth it. I think it would be a, it would be because he's going to sign a one year deal. It's not going to be yeah, gonna too be one, much money one year by one thing. Yeah. And then you also get the fact that you'll have Tom Brady mentoring Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, whoever you decide to go with. Now, if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, you're obviously not doing that. If they lose in the next round. Yeah, sure. Why not go after a Tom Brady and and have him mentor that that person for one year and and, and get them another year um, smarter and and used to the NFL game instead of throwing them back into it? Because you gotta you gotta remember Trey Lance played a half of football, not even yes before he got hurt. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is is if you decide to move on, it, it's it's kind of a, a double edged sword in my eyes because if you decide to you're taking a risk either way. Okay, Rico. Mm-hmm. Because if you decide to move on from Trey Lance, and and whether you stick with Brock Purdy, you stick with Jimmy G, or you go get a new quarterback from free agency, whatever you decide to do, if the common denominator is that you move on from Trey Lance, you're taking a risk that he's not going to pan out how you felt like he was going to pan out two years ago when you traded up for the number number three overall pick in the first round. Mm -hmm. If you do decide to stick with Trey Lance and, and and try to get a bigger return on your investment into Trey Lance from a couple years ago, yep. and he doesn't pan out, yes, you still have that 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 surrounding cast. They have a really good defense in San Francisco. Yes. And here they are. They just traded for Christian McCaffrey this season. George Kittle has become has really blown up Everybody since, since Brock Purdy started the yeah. started being the quarterback. George Kittle's been his favorite target. Crazy what happens when you target an, an all world yes. tight end. And now now you have the the Debo Samuel also Brandon Ayuk kind of duo mm-hmm. on that offense. But if they just it's a risk either way, and that's where I think this conversation will also maybe it depends on how far they go in the postseason. But either way, I think it's a it's a giant risk for the 49ers. Either way, because also, I'm not sure if you want to play this back-and-forth game next year where you have Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, and Will it's... Will he, won't, won't he? Yeah, is Trey Lance just automatically given the, the starting job? Mm-hmm. Is the moment that, that Brock Purdy regresses in play, if there is a regression, do you do you just... How much has the team yeah. rallied behind Brock Purdy or, this time? Or, well, a ton. Exactly. A ton. They love Brock Purdy. And, and that's the thing. If you, you he's still on the roster and he's the backup... And he and he's not starting, and he's behind a guy who played a yep. half of football. Not even you. You could also say next year if Brock Purdy doesn't regress, you're going to sit there after next season, after the 2023 season, and go, "Man, we wish we would have traded Trey Lance a year ago." Exactly. What do you do with Trey Lance? What do you do? I mean, who's going to? You also gonna, have to look at trade value. Him? There's not. There's there's no film on him. There's nothing to to really go off. It's of It's going to be all on potential. It's all pretty. He's pretty much getting drafted all over again. 
which is which is really which is why I think you're not this getting inter- a, you're this, not getting a first or a second is interesting. You're not getting a first or a second for Trey Lance. It's yeah. going to be really weird to see what they can even get for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. DM says Trey Lance played all of Week One and lost to the Bears, who were really bad. Um, the Bears were were de- well. They they won their they won like three games. They won mm-hmm. their they lost ten straight at the end. So he got hurt season, in the second but, game. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, here's the deal: is I, I just kind of whole scrap, situation. Scrap that Bears game for my. Ma- I remember watching that game. I don't. I, I forget do not about remember. It. I forget about play. it. Yeah, I forget about the Bears winning games. But no, I, I mean, like, bottom line, Thank you, DM. Bottom line: the 49ers haven't lost since October, mm-hmm. and we forget that it's already January 17th. It's impressive. Like it, that, that we're going on four months now that they haven't lost. Especially if they make the Super Bowl, it's going to be four months since they oh. since they lost the game. That so. was the monsoon game where all the rain was. And now yeah. I remember because if somebody scored a touchdown, yes. and they like slipping or it was they a sli- turnover. It was a slip, it's like a slip, slip and, and slide. slide. Bingo. Yeah. So that game was just disgusting, regardless. And then yeah, yeah then he got hurt in the second game. I where, forgot. Yeah. I forgot about all that. Um, Week one seems forever ago. Yeah. Which once again, I, I need to find. Oh, maybe I still have the the screenshots. Uh, while we're kind of on this, speaking of the season and how long it's it's been, they just added an extra week and it feels like forever. Yeah, they added an extra week and it and it feels like super long. Um, I gotta find the the screenshot. Either way, here we go. NFL viewership totals for the uh, for CBS, Fox, and NBC. Oh, all right. This uh, this was came out just I think seven days ago, a little bit over a week ago, January tenth. CBS, most watched NFL regular season since 2015. They averaged 18.4 million viewers per week. Wow. Fox achieved their most watched NFL regular season since 2016. uh, Averaged 19.4 million viewers per week. NBC, Sunday Night Football had its highest audience since 2019. Averaged 19.9 million viewers per week. Per week, goodness gracious! So this is a good number, NFL number one. Number one, the NFL is looking at this additional game, going, "This was the smartest move we ever made." Mm-hmm. Number two, taking over NBA on Christmas was they're looking at this from a viewership standpoint Disgusting. and going, "This is the smartest move we've ever made." I hate them for that. And now here we are, like more foot. This this proves more football is going to be con- like. People will consume football if it's on the TV mm-hmm. Reg- regularly and more often, yes. right? And and especially with the NFL, they had a really good year this year. Um, inter, I mean, there was some there were some surprise teams like I don't want to say surprise teams like the 49ers, but how they've won, how they've where it wasn't with there Trey Lance, surprise teams then it like wasn't the Lions, then it wasn't like Jimmy Garoppolo. Or the, it wasn't with Trey Lance, excuse me. It wasn't with Jimmy Garoppolo, but with a third-string quarterback. Then the 49ers, who are making a playoff push at that time, trade for Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And and you have, like like Rico said, the Detroit Lions who come out of nowhere. The Broncos were absolute garbage. Yes, the Raiders like, were absolute the, the garbage. The storylines this year in the NFL were really, the really interesting. The Chiefs were supposed to be third in the division. Remember that mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season? Because everybody's the, making those trades. The, the Raiders were going to be this, this yep. big, the big, Chargers bad were going to be back. Yeah, it's just crazy. The Broncos with Russell Wilson were supposed to be amazing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, just but a good NFL season, and and the numbers kind of pack it up. Obviously, I mean the Dolphins they traded for Tyreek Hill in the mm-hmm. offseason. The Chiefs, how are they going to do without Hill? That's what Dustin says on the text line. They did pretty good. Um, yeah. So, all right, let's get to break. When we come back, we will be joined by Austin and Strick for the crossover as we round out Tuesday's show on the ticket. 
Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.